Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 13 of the Staying Flow Teaching Podcast. Wow, 13. <laughs> Things move by really fast. Uh, hope you're doing well. I'm excited for this one. Uh, I think this is going to be a really good episode because I'm actually really excited to talk about, I'm not that I'm not always excited to talk about what's going on, um, but just like developments of what's going on in the last week. Last week was just like a really good week. I mean, I know last week I left off with like a really quick episode saying like, I'm going crazy, I'm falling behind. Uh, and I, I think a lot of teaching this year, and you know, this year I sure will be like this more than any. Uh, but it's just been really sinusoidal to get a little mathy, a little like, you know, big ups and big downs, I would say. Things go really well and you might have the end of the day being like, oh, I had a really good day. And the next day you're like, wow, I'm just like, I can't do any work. I'm like, I'm done. I'm so tired. I can't do anything more. Uh, and, and last week, I think, was it was a bit of a, uh, or, or the weekend before was a bit of a big down. Uh, but last week was was a big up. I think it was overall like a really, really good week. I was happy with pretty much everything that happened. And, you know, I just, it was like a Friday where the most recent Friday that I'm reflecting on now was like a really great day where even though it was a really busy day, I was I was really like fired up to come home. I was like super excited. Uh, also, it was the day before my birthday. So, I mean, I was just in a, a good mood for this weekend anyway. But, you know, compared to the previous Friday where I was just so tired, like so like, <laughs> I need this weekend. I need a weekend. I need a break. I wasn't really feeling that too much. I mean, obviously, I'm happy to get a break. Uh, and this weekend, I think it was it was okay, used okay, given the circumstances. So the circumstances are I'm only teaching three days this week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then Thursday and Friday uh, is off for, uh, basically they're just days off in my state. Uh, they just are uh, for reasons that are education related, but it's just all you need to know is I'm off and I'm really happy about that because it made my planning this weekend really easy. I could take you know a little bit of the weekend off and you know just basically enjoy my birthday and enjoy Halloween, uh, which is my birthday. Uh, not that I did anything for Halloween. But the fact that Halloween's my birthday means I usually don't really do anything Halloween related, uh, at least not by myself. Uh, but no, I, I had a good weekend. I enjoyed my time off. I just basically took some time to relax and get some grading done. Uh, graded a test, second test of the ninth grade physics course. And it went really well. I, slightly below the average of the first test, but that makes sense. It's probably like you know, a much, much harder unit. And overall, I was, was really happy with it. Um, I still think grading is really hard in the sense that um, I don't know. I'm not too consistent with my grading patterns yet, and it's not detrimental to the students. If anything, it's it's very good for them. I, I grade very uh, easily, very very not harshly for students, um, especially if they give any type of partial credit or I, I even minorly like what they like. Uh, no, let me let me rephrase that. <laughs> even if I like what they write a tiny bit, uh, even just a little bit, I give them some some points for that. Uh, but I think for me, like I, I really need to work on, especially next year when I'm not making tests beforehand <laughs> or when I'm not making tests like a couple days before I need to assign them and I'm really getting backwards design down, uh, then I, I really need to focus on like, okay, here's the real like super solid rubric for this test that I know is gonna be good. And also like here are questions that I know aren't great that I need to redo or here are things where I know what I'm gonna expect from these from answers from this so I better know how to grade them. For a lot of these tests, like it's it's kind of tough because you know I'm, I'm making questions kind of myself. I'm using old tests from coworkers and basically just like revamping them and adding questions, uh, changing the way things are worded, slightly changing things. Uh, but then you know if, if questions are original, 
then a lot of times I don't really know when, uh, what to expect. And for this test, I definitely didn't know what to expect because you know there were a lot of situations where students were just using equations in ways that I've never seen them use them before. And it was like really confusing. Um, like for instance, they were using equations they, they were just they, they were just doing things that you can't do <laughs> and i'd never seen them do it before and i you know it was something i never would have seen uh but you know it, it was uh yeah you you look back and you think okay well you look back and say okay what could i have done to prevent this were there any like kind of formative things i could have done checks i could have done to stop them from doing this uh or did i already do them and did they just like i don't know like, it was weird they i'd never seen them do this before um even on like, you know, things I had graded and things that I had seen them do. I'd never seen them do a method like this. But, you know, now I know for next year, like, hey, going into this test, I got to make sure that like, even though I see them do this equation a hundred times in class and I know they know how to do it and they see me do it and I see them do it, like, is there a way I can better test this or, or like better have them focus on the fact like, hey, I need to do the, the equation this way. I can't do it this way. Um, I don't know, maybe it's also a take-home thing. Maybe it was a thing where like a lot of them were Googling kind of problems and they found, obviously they didn't Google well. I, I'm I'm totally fine with that. Like I give them the open internet, I give them take-home exams. It's not gonna be like that next year, of course, but like part of learning, I think in 2020 is knowing how to do internet research well. And if they looked things up and they found the wrong equation to use, then that's, then, you know, they deserve to lose the points. You know, it's, that's part of the learning process, I think. So I'm not even disappointed if that's, you know, where they got the information. I'm just curious. Uh, I, was, I was surprised by that. But, you know, again, for next year, it, it's making tests as hard. Grading tests is even harder, I think. Grading tests consistently and, and then fairly is really tough. And I think my rubrics, although I, I make a rubric, I assign point values before I start grading. Um, and then I adjust accordingly if there's like, oh, this is something that like really not many students got, or so maybe I want to change the way that this is weighted or something like that. Um, you know, I, 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 I am flexible with the way I approach these things. But next year, when I kind of have something already in the, you know, in the books, I have a test of my own that I'm going to pull back from and I know how I grade it and I know the answers I expect. I, I'm hoping that this will get easier in the future. Uh, I don't think grading takes me a super long time. I was able to get it done, I, I think, pretty efficiently. But you know, it's just, it's always tedious. Grading's not very fun. Uh, probably the worst part of the job. Uh, in my opinion, grading is not very exciting, especially tests, it's, it's tough. But I imagine it would be even worse if I was like an English teacher and I had to grade what people write. Let's not even go down that road. I'd be so, <laughs> I'd be really bad at it. Um, but definitely the biggest thing that I wanna talk about this week is, I mean, an ongoing discussion that I've had plenty of times, which is like the goal of building relationships with students. But I'm really starting to see like, this is week, God, is, is it like week seven or something? I don't know, I have no idea how, many, how long I've been teaching. No, it's more than week seven. It's gotta be like week eight or nine at this point. Um, but like, you know, I'm really starting to see like the dividends of building relationships with students, especially the ninth graders who, I don't know, like it's just been really easy to just have a really positive classroom. And so here's 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 the event, okay? Um, students are super honest with me and I, I really appreciate the honesty because I think I'm honest with them and it's just, I don't know, the classroom is just really, really productive in that way. We're just really honest with each other. Students are not afraid to ask for help. They're not afraid to admit when they don't know things. It's just been really good like that. But so uh, it was a Friday and we were doing a lab assignment. Uh, this one se section has their lab on Friday, which isn't ideal. I would, I would want to use labs to introduce new topics, not to like review things that they already know. You know, I want it to be like exploring 
something new, but it's tough to do that when it's the last day of the week. <laughs> and the other section is Monday, so it's like total opposite. But anyway, they were, they were doing this lab, and it was basically exploratory. So they need to, you know, they know what they're doing. They're making the same graphs we've done before, but it, you know, they just got to put the work in. Uh, it's online and it's on a program, Pivot Interactives, where basically I can see every individual student. I can see their progress when they answer like a multiple choice question that's graded automatically. I see their points go up and I see a little timestamp as when their last change was made. So I can go through and I do this periodically. I don't want to call students out unless I need to, but like, you know, especially for the online students. I can walk around the class and see everyone in class is doing the work. There's no debate there. Everyone's doing it. But online, uh, I can't see what everyone's doing. And some of them are in breakout rooms because they want to work with other people. And I, they should. I think that's important. But I can see, you know, maybe like 15 minutes in, there were four students who were still at a zero out of five for the first multiple choice question. So I'm like, okay, you know, this is when I say like, hey, by the way, let me just remind you, I know when you're not doing work. And then after maybe five minutes pass, some students still didn't do it. But anyway, what happened was I went in a breakout room of two students who I saw did not start the lab. Um, and I asked them, and they, they were like laughing. Uh, and I said, hey, how's the lab going? They were like, oh, it's good. You know, we haven't started yet. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, have you not, uh, have you not started because you're struggling or because you're procrastinating? They're like, oh, we're just procrastinating. Uh, I was like, okay, well, you know, is there anything I can help you with? They're like, no, no, we'll start it. We'll, we're almost there. We're just taking a mental, you know. And I, it was funny because, like, you know, the students in class can hear this conversation on both ends. They hear what I'm saying and what they're saying. And so when I leave their breakout room and they're like, okay, we're going to start it. And I see that they did start it. I, I asked the students, like, do you, do students tell other teachers when they're, like, procrastinating? Like, are they this honest with other teachers? Because this happened on Monday, too. Uh, you know, I, on the other group, there were students where, like, hey, they didn't start the lab. I called them out on it eventually. I was like, yeah, I'm just not paying attention. I'm not, you know, I'm doing other stuff. I'll start it now. Um, and, and, you know, it's not like they were, the way they were answering this, I want to make it clear. It wasn't like they were, like, shot like scared to say that right like they were honest and like they were joking like laughing about it like yeah i should really start this sorry about that um you're, you're calling me out and i deserve it but then like you know the students in class were like no we're, we are not like that with other teachers it's just you like you're the most approachable like kind person or like teacher that we have and so like we're like we i don't know like it, to me that meant a lot because I don't know, like it's, just, it's, it's, I'm just being myself and I'm just naturally, I'm just naturally the type of teacher that wants to be like that. So it doesn't take any work from me, but I'm getting these, you know, the, the payoff is just huge in terms of like students will do the work that I tell them to and they know my policy. Like again, my other policies, I could have been angry at those students. I could have called them out and I could have made like a, you know, I could have just ripped into them and be like, why haven't you started the lab? I'm angry, you know. <laughs> and, you know, I, I could have accused them of anything, this, that, or the other, but I, I didn't. I just asked honestly, like, hey, why haven't you done the lab? Is there anything I can help you with? Like, is it because you're confused or are you just procrastinating? Uh, and I don't know, it, it, it for me, that's just natural. It's super, super easy for me to be that, e you know, just easy going. Because again, my policy is if you don't do the work, it doesn't go away. You still got to do it. You know, and if you don't do it, you get a zero. It's, it makes my life easier. I don't care. Um, but I'm here. You know, the reason why I want you to do it now is because I don't want you to do it later and not know what to do. And I'm not, you know, a Zoom message away. You know, it's in your best interest and my best interest if you just do it now. So I will do what I can, but I'm not going to derail my 
class and I'm not going to spend a lot of energy to make students work because at the end of the day, they got free will, you know, and, and you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. I'm a big fan of that. And they know that. And I think students really just respond well to that. They respond super well to like being told you have free will and I'm going to hold you accountable and grading. But like as of right now, if you choose to goof off, you'll see, you know, your grade will, will reflect that. And there's nothing, you know, no one's going to get mad at, I think, no one's going to get mad at me for not like calling you out and like getting mad at you and so you know I, I don't think you can get mad at someone to force them to do work because then one their work isn't going to be great because they're going to be stressed the whole time and they're going to feel bad and they're going to feel guilty but then on the other end like you know you just you have to help them you know you have to show them the way you have to show them like hey i'm here for you you should do this now this is what i want you know and it's at the end of the day it's up to you like you need to make the decision and when students are the ones making those decisions i don't know it's just the payoff is huge. I think it's so worth it. So yeah, I'm just, I'm just really thankful that, you know, I'm thankful for myself, I guess. I don't know. I'm thankful for the attitude that I've approached the classroom with. And if you remember, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks ago, the thing I was super unsure with is how am I going to do classroom management in terms of like, you know, I've never had problem students that refuse to do work. And I'm really happy to say that, you know, I'm really glad I went with the like relaxed, here's like the, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to describe my teaching style, but definitely super laid back, super like you are in charge of your own learning and I'm here to help you. But, you know, again, I'm not like super holding your hand like this is your job. I'm not getting angry at you. You know, I'm not the don't smile till Christmas type teacher. And I feel like if I was and from what I hear about how students react to those teachers, it would be it would be horrible. You know, people would just not enjoy the class. I would be stressed out students would be stressed out. And just like, because I have this environment that is like super stress-free, I don't know, the, the, the payoffs are huge. It's, it's really, really, really been great. So I'm really glad that my, <laughs> my homegrown uh, method of, of classroom management has just been really great. And this week especially was just a great week where, I don't know, it just makes me really enjoy being in class. Like I really value lab days and like all my, you know, I try very hard to not make my, especially the ninth grade classes, like lecture based. I try to have students doing work where I can at least roam around and see what they're doing. And say, you know, again, have them be in charge of this stuff because it's more fun for me. Like I, I don't take the time to do other work and just like ignore the class. I take the time all the time to walk around and talk to students and see how they're doing and check in with them. And, you know, I, for me, that is time to build relationships with them and like ask them, you know, questions, silly questions, like off topic questions. Like if anything, I, I distract them more than I help them sometimes because I ask them silly questions and we just talk about stuff. And I really value that time. And again, it's just why the job is fun, because I don't know, I, I enjoy the human interaction and I enjoy that students appreciate that. You know, they, they don't they don't you know, I'm not I don't, I don't like engage with them and have them be like, you know, cold. You know, I always get warm responses. There's a good dialogue. I don't know. It's just, I really value that time. And I think if you're the type of teacher that doesn't do that, like students will be able to tell. Like if I was the type of teacher that said, okay, it's your turn, you know, do the lab, whatever. And I went back and I sat in my chair and I just did work the whole time, like and ignored them, then they would, you know, I'm sure they would respond differently, differently because they could tell. And I'm sure I had teachers and I could tell that too. And I don't know. It's just, it's good that for now, I will say I will always value time with students over time to catch up on work in the middle of the period, right? And it doesn't mean I can't ever do work in the middle of the period, 
but you know, you, you shouldn't ignore the students. You got to walk around and, and I need to engage with them just to let them know like, Hey, one, I'm making sure you're do, you're doing well. You know, I'm not just doing this because I'm lazy. You know, I, I'm, I'm not just making you do all this work to make my life easier. I'm doing it because it's better for you. And it's fun you know, for all of us. You know, we get to just take a break and it's not nothing super serious, dude. You know, like school doesn't have to be that serious. If students get the work done, that's all I need. Uh, and I would rather give them that. Time. You know, it, it also works with a balance where like it's 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 OK if I give a lot of time for certain things because we can spend the time having fun. You know, you got to work you got to build time in your class to have fun for sure. Even if the having fun part is just talking about something, you know, um, I don't know. I, I just really value that time. And I really value the fact that students respond well to me. You know, I, I really appreciate that. Uh, at least, you know, they, they, they make it seem like they like me uh, in, in class. You know, they, they, we laugh at jokes. We have fun. Uh, there's, there's good banter. I don't know. And I think I, I'm having fun. It seems like students are having fun, especially in the ninth grade classes, but definitely as well in the AP classes. We have fun. Uh, and I don't know. That's just, I think at this point, again, I think I said this a while ago, that students, some students are just looking for a place to go to to escape the rest of the world. And I want my classroom to be one of those places. Strictly positive, strictly fun. We still do work. You know, we do a lot of work. Um, but, you know, we're happy to do it. Um, so, yeah, that was that was super great for this week. And, yeah, I, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. And it's it's been working. And I'm going to hope that, you know, if I keep moving the needle in that direction, things just keep getting better and better. Another another win for the week that was pretty fun. Uh, so the video game club was something I haven't updated in a while because it's been going on. Um, has not been like, I, I, I have to be honest, like I haven't been putting the time into it that I should have. I haven't been coming up with new ideas and, and acting on them to really make it big because I was kind of just afraid the students weren't going to be into it because of like the in-person environment and mostly because, you know, the, the school has basically, and you can, you can argue, you know, I'm, I'm argue either side of this position okay but the school has decided that any shooter-esque games even if it's games like overwatch uh that are you know on the on the cartoony side fortnite's on the cartoony side they still don't want it they don't want the games being like represented at the club so that means that on on a competitive level i can't we can't field students to compete in those games which is a shame because that's what those you know those are the games that the kids are playing uh but also, you know, I, I'm reluctant to kind of bring them in as like casual games that we can say like, hey, on this day, let's get together and play this game. Or like, let's have some people, you know, if anyone wants to play this game, use our Discord server to kind of talk about that. Um, and, and to be clear, um, it's not the school, it's the Board of Education. And, you know, I have nothing against the Board of Education. I get it because, you know, it, well, all right, let me let me say my position as, you know, like, politely as possible. If you're not into games, I can understand why you think that it would be a bad idea to have high school kids bond over those games. I get it. Um, because, you know, from the outside looking in, it's, it's, you know, you could think like, oh, it's just kids shooting guns, you know, and that's, that's violent. We want to keep all of that out of schools. Um, but, you know, like me and this, the, you know, people, you know, the, the principals at the school that I'm at, um, you know, we're, you know, they were kind of thinking like, yeah, like, you know, it, it's for us, you know, they were like, we get it, but, you know, kids are playing those games anyway. So if we can provide them an opportunity to play that and like, not like a safe environment, what's the right word? Like an environment where like a school environment where we're connecting them with other students who share the hobby and we're basically making sure that they do it in a constructive way where they're not raging, they're not getting salty, they're not getting angry. You know, if anything, it's, it's, it's more productive. 
like we're trying to make sure like hey you know even i don't know we're just trying to limit the negative experiences they get from these games wouldn't we want that if the people are playing it anyway um and so i was a little disappointed with that and i kind of let that bleed into the club and just be like or bleed into how i thought about the club where like even though this was something i was really excited about i kind of let that get me down and make me not want to put a lot of effort in when in reality i should have just flipped it and said you know hey even though this is a limitation we can still make the most out of what we have so that's what i've been doing um i've been trying to get you know the kids are huge fans of among us so we played among us on wednesday we had a full lobby of 10 uh, and that was it was scheduled at a really bad time where i know a lot of students couldn't make it because they were had other clubs so i'm really thinking of changing the time in the future but we had a full lobby of 10 and students were asking hey hey Mr. C, Mr. C, you should play. Are you going to play? And I was like, all right, all right, all right, you convinced me, I'll play. Uh, so I played my literal first ever game of Among Us <laughs> with, with these students. And then we had a lot of fun. It was just really great. Um, I don't know, I, I'm not saying that I could fly at every school, but like definitely at this school, it was, just, it was just a ton of fun. And it was really great for me to see like, all right, students are interested in this club. All I got to do is if I throw ideas out, I can, if they're good ideas, I'll get the support that I need. So my next idea, and it was you know, I, I think it's going to go really well, is getting a, a Minecraft server for the club. And so we're in the middle of trying to basically get the, the, the payment settled. So the school said they'll pay for it. I just need to basically put it on my card and they'll reimburse me. Uh, and I'm working on ways to do that. It's been a little slow, uh, I think, because, you know, people that, you know, people, the people in the schools end have a lot of work to do, and this is probably not priority number one. Uh, but I'm really excited. I think that's going to be really fun to hold events in because everyone loves that game. Uh, and I, I'm actually I'm, I'm a little excited to play it. I, I, I Obviously, I own the game. I played it a ton as a kid, but I have no idea what's going on in the game now. There's been so many updates, but I'm, I'm just super excited for that. I think it's going to be a really cool step for the club to uh, to have like you know events like that. I think it's going to be a really good time. So the club's going in a good direction. Um, on the competitive end, there just weren't as many students doing it as I hoped, but you know that's that, that's okay. Um, I, I think that I'm still really looking forward to the future of the club, and especially as we get to a non-online uh, environment, we can start to meet in person. Uh, but yeah, so a short update on that, but just like a you know another good moment of the week that I was really happy about, and I'm excited to see where it goes from there. Uh, one final thing, just you know. Uh, something I want to get on to get my thoughts out right now is, uh, I don't know. I'm so I'm, again, I'm a really relaxed teacher and I, I, I sometimes I, I think it's to a fault. Um, because definitely this year, uh, it's tough to be on top of everything because I'm planning everything. I'm grading. I'm trying to keep a regular life going. I'm trying to exercise more. Uh, and it's just been really tough recently to keep up with everything. So I've been, the, the first thing to go every week has been grading. Grading is always the first thing to go. Uh, so I, I've been really behind with grading. And so because of that, I'm like, I will accept late work for full credit because I'm not going to miss it because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm behind on my grading. I'm not even going to notice you turn it. Like, I know you turn in it late because Google Classroom tells me, but like, if they didn't tell me, I would have no idea. So because I'm not on top of grading, I'll accept late work. Uh, but I think I've let that policy get a little too big because I accepted like late tests. Like student would, would, students would ask for an extension. Really, it was, you know, a student would ask for an extension on this test. And I was like, yeah, sure, take an extension on the test. And the students ask for extensions on the lab. And I tell students like, hey, listen, you can ask for these extensions because I'm not on top of the grading. I won't even, I'm not going to miss it. You know, it's okay. Now you have to get it to me by the end of the marking period. Otherwise, then it's going to be, you know, problematic. But, you know, get it back to me by the end of the unit. Like, just just do that. Um, if all your work is in at the end of the unit, you're good. 
So I don't know. I, I, that to me, the only reason I don't, the number one reason I don't like that. There's a couple of reasons, but number one is it's just not true to the real world, you know. And I think at the end of the day, I might be doing students a disservice by not having really strict due dates. And students have told me that they want strict due dates because it's, it, it, I don't know, maybe it's like a college mind. Like there are due dates in college, but I had really understanding professors that would take things late if you needed to. And I don't know, I, I feel like in high school, maybe that doesn't, I shouldn't do that because, you know, especially the ninth graders, I would have a situation where I asked them like, hey, would you rather have like kind of like strict due dates or would you rather just have like, hey, get it done by yeah, whenever, you know, around this time. They were like, no, give us strict due dates because it helps us schedule. And I think, I, I think that's a good idea. Like, so to me, the due dates are really just like, I think you should get it done by this day so you don't fall behind, essentially. So uh, to me, that's how I've been handling due dates. But if they don't get it done by that day, when I grade it, if they don't have it in, they get a zero. And then when they hand it and I give them the points, it's that simple. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it's been going okay, but I'm wondering if I should change that up. We're approaching the end of the marking period. There's about another week or two weeks left in the marking period. Um, and it's a lot shorter of a time because we have the, these two days off this week. But, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just curious if I should be, I think I should think about changing that. I should consider changing that. And this in marking period too, being like, hey, okay, I'm going to start being a little more strict on these uh, late assignments. I'm just going to have to start taking points off. You know, not a lot, but I'm going to start taking like at least, you know, one or two points off if it's a 10-point assignment. Because uh, I, I think that's fair. You know, we, we should be striving to get things in on time and it's, it's for your own good. Uh, but of course, if you ask for an extension, that's different. If students ask me for an extension, I really appreciate it because they admit like, hey, I messed up, but I need a little more time. Can I please have it? To me, that, that shows maturity and I'm totally happy with that. It's different from students just not handing stuff in and then oh, one day I just randomly see it's handed in, you know. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I think to do that, it does require me to be on top of my work a little more and we'll see how that happens. Uh, I, I know I'll tell you right now, I'm really excited for these two days off because I'm going to catch up on so much grading and so much planning, even though I'm not going into school. Uh, for this weekend, I kind of gave myself this weekend and I'm really hoping that this Thursday and Friday and, and over to the next weekend, I get a lot of work done. So I got to think of ways to do that. I got to be honest. I have to think of ways to, to really force myself to do that because at home, there's just a lot of distractions around me. Uh, it's nice because I have two monitors and it's in that way I'm a little more productive because I just have a better tech setup but it's uh, I have to think of ways to handle the distractions and I think that's been a big challenge for me for the last couple months just because being at home theoretically I could be more productive but I'm not because I just have access to more things and I'm more likely to hop on Twitch or hop on YouTube or do that do you know play a game uh, so I don't know I need to think of the best ways to do that but I, I'm I'm, I'm We'll, we'll see how these two days go. We'll see how these two two days go. But first, we got to see how these three days go for the week. I'm pretty planned. You know, I feel good. I know exactly what I'm doing in each day, which is good. That's almost rare air. Uh, but it, it feels good. Uh, I think that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Episode 13, doing pretty well. I'm excited for this next week, and I am excited for a break. <laughs> uh, I'm always excited for the break. I'm excited for these two days off just because because I need the time to catch up. Uh, I think I'll, I'll uh, oh, I'm hoping I make good use of it. I don't know, but I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, I might not have a lot of content to talk about for next week, but I'll try to make at least a short update or think of something else to talk about. But uh, yeah, this is my first episode recorded as a 23-year-old. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Happy late birthday, May, on this November 1st. Uh, that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day, and I'll see you next time.